0: It's the right time
1: for Western Oklahoma. Todd of Mustafa filling in for Harold Wright and our guest this morning from Cordell, my hometown, the mayor, Mr. Phil Cleaver. Good morning, Phil.
0: Hey, how's it going, Todd? Hey, all formalities aside, happy birthday tomorrow. I noticed that. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm going to be 27. Cannot <laughs> believe I am that old.
0: Well, happy birthday, bud. We we appreciate everything you guys do.
1: Well, appreciate you, yeah. And uh, I was told today that if I see any packages around, I am not to open them until tomorrow. <laughs> so that was what I got from the wife and kid uh, last night. Well, Phil, first of all, uh, welcome back. You and your family just got to take a wonderful trip. Tell us about it.
0: Well, we were in Ireland for a week. Uh, in a very cool environment, 67 would be the eye about every day. Whoa. went to Northern Ireland up to a little town of Newcastle. So we got to see the rural part of Ireland and everything, you know, that surrounds those smaller towns. Uh, not, not the least of which are pubs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went up to a place called, uh, uh, it was beautiful, and I'll post some pictures at some point, up to... Uh, the, uh, uh, the the point up in Northern Ireland called the Giants Causeway, which was just incredible rock formation, and then, then the final three days in Dublin, and uh, got back Thursday night. So I'm ready to go. I'm energized. My daughters uh, kind of start uh, school again, or one of them does. Other one goes back to work here in a couple of days. And we're just having a good time. Everyone's here right now.
1: Oh, that is awesome to have the whole whole gang hanging out together. I'm glad you guys had a good trip. Now there was also a reunion of uh, Cordell High School. I guess the the whole decade of the '70s had a reunion. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I made a good part of it, '70 to '79. I think about 150 people, uh, very engaged. Seemed to be very, very, uh, uh, you know, interested in and in, in wondering where their town was headed and. Uh, how many more of these shall be able to attend anymore, that's just uh, not a given. Uh, but we had good visits and had a good time. Had quite a few people just uh, around mm-hmm. the uh, area downtown, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, using our various merchants. And some in Clinton, Weatherford, I'm sure, where uh, we had to have you know, overrun uh, hospitality. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think it's awesome that you guys actually uh, got together. You know, this year, I'm in the class of 83, and this was our 40th reunion. And, you know, the losers in my class didn't even plan anything. Can you believe that?
0: <laughs> well, I I can. It happened. <laughs> we had our 50th a couple of years ago, and it was a COVID-delayed 50th because of that. And uh, we had about 35. So there weren't that many from 1970 which was the uh kind of the front runner of all of this that decade. So <laughs> just me and a couple other guys from my class and uh but that was good but many from the middle part of the decade for sure.
1: Well, that's cool. I'm glad you guys got to do that. Well, Phil, let's talk about things that are that are happening in Cordell. You got some good news uh, last week involving a grant, right?
0: Yeah, I I uh and Vicki, our city administrator, whenever we see that we can uh, rely on other people's money to fund either capital projects or operating projects, we want to be all over that. That was kind of the hallmark of our administration um, 20 years ago. Uh, you know, with the Pritchards and everything they did, we had administrators. Vicki does a lot of that. But, you know, I've written a couple, and we've worked with senior citizens on one but this is a twenty-five thousand dollar grant from MODA. It was a match with the city. We budgeted another twenty-five, so we've got fifty in the bank uh, to do our downtown rehab, re-landscaping, and there's a lot to do. I mean, there are a lot of beds to. Uh, they're tired. They're they're worn out. They need a new look. They need water to them that works. They need electricity at least periodically. Where Uh, Some of our vendors can uh, plug into that. So all in all, that'll be about a 100 or so thousand grant when we uh, talk to other partners uh, to help us put that all together. But we're there, and we probably will start, hopefully, as soon as bids are back, uh, maybe uh, in the early fall.
1: Well, that's, you know... You're only as good as the first sight that people see. And when you come into Cordell, it's always the courthouse in the downtown area that people remember and see, right?
0: It's your, it's your living room and our living room is, looks good. Cordell side of it looks beautiful as usual. They did all their work a few years ago and wonderful, but the rest of it's getting a little bit tired and, um, you know, we, we lose buildings here and there. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to take another one out due to just a terrible problem with uh, well, pigeons, frankly. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to be submit for, submitted for bids before very long. But, you know, we're going to try and leave the facade. It's the, it's the building that involves the mural there in town. Um, we're going to try and leave the front part of that. But the back end is unfortunately going to have to be taken out, and uh, won't affect the other buildings. They'll pick it by hand, clean, and uh, you know I hate to even be talking about this, but it even it comes up, it affects your budget, affects what you have to do with the rest of your uh, financials, and uh, we got to move on and uh, improve. But we own that building; it's not anybody else's building; it's the city's from long ago from many years ago it was purchased and uh, uh just sat there it was it's a bad deal so we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can with it
1: well and is there the possibility down the road that you might sell that area and somebody could come in and and frame it up again and do something else or
0: yeah we have several areas like that that possibility is Exists, You know, we do own that one. The other ones are privately owned. You know, as the guy from Midwest uh, Wrecking who looked at it uh, initially said, and and this is no secret to me, when you lose your roof, for whatever reason, if the roof goes, the building's going to go. And it just takes the Dixie. I, I was a part of an ownership group on that beautiful building, and we put some money in it, but there was a skylight in it. And once that skylight, started breaching in the top, which was three stories. It was one of those deals that a drone probably could see it, but you don't see it every day until the inside of the building starts to go. And when that happens, it's not far off that either you're going to have to put a major amount of money into the roof or the building will probably go on you, most likely.
1: Yeah, and it, and it becomes the battle of millions of dollars to repair it or maybe 100000 to tear it down, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. The Dixie would have been probably, it was a beautiful, you know, six of us again were in it. It would have been a million dollars to do it. There are just not a lot of grants out there for roof repair unless you're, you know, the state capital or, or something like that. It just little towns, you know, go to go to any little town that's smaller than Cordell, not that much smaller, but, you know, their towns are just kind of caving in, and yeah. the bricks are there, but they're you know falling in on themselves, and just a bad deal. You know, Cordell's got a lot going for us. I don't want to downplay that, but you just got to be careful. We need to replace our trees when we have these windstorms that take out so many of those stately 125 year old elms and replant trees. That's one thing we've got beautiful trees all throughout town. We just need to start thinking about a a replanting effort to get those going, whether it be in the park or on the streets or at the cemetery. Just think about that as a, you know, and and I'm I'm, I'm not trying to sound super green, but I'm just saying, hey, that's a, a real attribute of our town.
1: Well, it is, Phil, and and I tell you, I didn't realize how bad, because we were all focused on the damage at our own towns, right, and at all the trees and stuff that came down here, and then when I went down to Cordell last weekend, I didn't realize how hard you guys were hit with that storm, too. There are tons of old trees down.
0: 71 loads, uh, Mike Weitzel, hats off to him and his crew, the street department, 71 loads of limbs picked up that were conforming with what the way we asked to have them you know, put out on the curb and uh, still probably a little bit left that people didn't do, you know, that are sitting out of the, the way and they weren't put to the curb. There's still probably four or five loads that can be picked up at some point.
1: And then what do you guys do? Do you have like a big burn pile or an incinerator that takes care of that or what?
0: Well, I believe they take them uh, organic material like that. They can take it out to the old dump, we call it landfill, Uh, there uh, near the golf course, and that's where it goes. And uh, you know, just uh, it's organic, so you can put certain things in there that will decompose. Um, But again, thanks to Mike Weitzel, and there are lots of things happening in town besides just these interruptions let's put it that way Uh, (laughs) Charlie Brown retired from uh, his job after I think 35 years he'll go part-time at the airport Um, we put up some signage around that you know Simcox Island you can remember that
1: oh yeah yeah
0: (laughs) we sign up that just shows off Simcox Island there by the pool it was rusting and old and tired and so we got a whole new face on that. Uh, we have a young lady that's very talented that's going around and kind of rebronzing all of our plaques on the buildings that uh, recognize people that were involved in certain projects or that particular building, and, and that's really uh, looking looking good. The library's looking better. We put a nice new conforming trash can that's similar to what we have around downtown uh, and, and, you know, things are going on at the theater. I'm real excited about the crowds the theater is drawing. Even Monday matinees when kids come in from out of town, they're they're putting 70 or 80 in seats on Monday. Um, and You know, they have a really good lineup. They're doing a really good job of first-run time movies uh, in there. Um
1: I understand they're getting the Sound of Freedom in a couple of weeks, which is really cool because yeah. it looks like it started organically on Facebook, people asking if they could get it, and they made it happen.
0: Yeah, they did, and that's coming in you know, the next week or two. I'd have to look at that. They have one, I think it finishes up. It may start this next weekend. If not, it's the weekend after that. But it'll probably run a couple weeks. There'll be tremendous demand for that.
1: I saw Indiana Jones' new one there, uh, what, about a week or so ago. And uh, Harrison Ford at 80 looks better than I do at 58 on the big screen.
0: (laughs) He looks pretty good. I saw it, too. You only want to see those kind of movies in a theater like that, with that sound and everything kind of coming over your shoulder. (laughs) Where's that coming from? But it is that that tremendous sound system that's in that theater that sets us apart from many theaters uh, out this way, at least.
1: Absolutely, it is one of the best things that you guys have uh, done in Cordell. By the way, we are talking with Mayor Phil Cleaver from Cordell. Mustafa, you have a question for the mayor?
0: No, I don't. I, I will say good morning, Mayor, and thank you for joining us again. Well, good to be here, and good to always talk about things that are going on in my hometown. I'm uh, I've been here most of my life, and you know it meant some to me when I kind of figured out I might want to run again and after 20 years uh, here here i be <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we're glad to have you back phil and uh proud of the progress that's already being done of course you guys have done a lot uh working over the last couple of years water lines water's a, a big issue in all our rural towns when you think about so many original pipes have been there for you know over a hundred years and you guys are now working on grant street right
0: yeah, we're uh, starting to lay sod. It looks so much better now that sod has been rolled out on grant. You know, it's going to be up to everyone or Mother Nature to water that, uh, but most people have a better lawn for three or four feet than they did previously with this nice uh, Bermuda sod. You know, we're going to move to Crider Road as the next leg, uh, and that's We're trying to figure out all the valves there to make things work right. But Crider will be next after Grant is finished up. It looks like they're about ready to finish Grant, up. fortunately.
1: So so once again, you've been replacing water lines, so you're putting down the new sod uh, when areas you had to dig out. Where's going to be the next big uh, water issue after like Crider and, and Grant?
0: Well, you, you always watch your water quality. Every community has to. It's a state thing and you test your water. You know, it's, it's no secret that many of the communities out here that rely somewhat uh, partially on well water have to watch the chemicals in them, particularly nitrates. Um, but when you, when you get into a nitrate reduction program anywhere, I don't care if it's Cordell, it's, it's a major, major expense to do a plant, uh, whether it be a re- reverse osmosis, whatever you have to do. You're talking millions of dollars And public health comes first. But, you know, occasionally that's where you look for grant opportunities to do those kind of mega projects. So I do have a question. As it pertains to the size of your city council and the type of city government that you have now, are there any current thoughts on your part to change the form of government that you have in Cardell that would perhaps reduce the size of your council? Well, so far, uh, I mean, the answer theoretically is yes. You want you want four to five, and, you know, city management form of government would be probably preferred to not make it so unwieldy but you know we we're, we're making it work with eight you know i've, I've dealt with four uh, my first eight years of doing this and four was uh, very mobile you could make one or two calls and see how people felt without open meeting problems with eight it's uh, you don't know until you get in there a lot of times. We're meeting once a week, I mean once a month instead of twice a month, and you just don't know. I, I, I prefer four. No, no reflection on the quality of people we have. We have good people, but uh, four would, would ultimately or five be a goal.
1: Without a doubt, and maybe that'll happen. That's one of the things that I've been talking about for years. But uh, once again, it, it it takes a lot to change something like that. Phil, you mentioned a few minutes ago uh, the retirement of Charlie Brown, and of course, he's a neighbor of my, my parents, and I know he served the community for over 30 years. Talk about what he's meant to the city.
0: Well, Charlie's one of those versatile guys that you have that knows a little bit about many of the departments. Uh, he's kind of like a, uh, a Bo Ainsworth or a Slug Bartell that knew in their head where things were. You know, Charlie is that kind of um, employee. He's that kind of uh, a talent that we're going to be losing. We've got a lot of really sharp younger guys coming up, but you can't replace experience and uh, you know, if you, you Charlie will have an opinion about it, anything <laughs> in the city, and most of the time it's right. But <laughs> I laugh and I go, "Are you sure on them?" <laughs> uh, he's usually right, and uh, we just need experience is going to have to come. You can't go hire Charlie Browns and Slug Bartels and Bo Lanesworth out there, and Mike Waxel has got a few more years, but. He'll be exceptionally hard to replace.
1: Mike can't retire until I retire. We're about the same age, so he doesn't even need to think about retirement. <laughs>
0: well, that's all right with me. And same with me and all these older guys, but uh, I, I have a passion for older guys now. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: amazing how that changes the older we get, right, Phil? Uh,
0: absolutely. I mean, uh, hey, and uh, happy birthday to your dad. I saw that. Uh, How old is
1: your dad? Yeah, he just turned 87 a week and a half ago, so pretty amazing. 1936. Yeah, like your mama, right? Yes, yes, 36 is a good year. Well, hey, before we let you go, Phil, and I know this isn't necessarily the city's responsibility, but uh, is any word on the Dollar Tree, the dollar store, reopening, or has that already reopened?
0: Well, no, it has not. Okay. Um, I will be talking to Vicki uh, on a real uh, thorough briefing on that. Uh, it's a—it's really just a poor start. Uh, I, I'm sure the city's in there. We can take our share of the blame. But, you know, there's no real coordination from uh, their key people to try and get that reopened. You know, the, the property management people, the store management people, uh, I'm not... Casting aspersions on anybody, but there's got to be better communication. There's a bad situation on the backside of it. That's an engineering problem. I mean, there's. I mean, how many how many things you want to talk about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, did what what happened exactly? Did it get struck by lightning and and cause some?
0: Yeah, wasn't our transformer because that was the first thing we checked. Our transformer is good. Um, but it apparently got hit, and it had some effect on the cooling units. And then it just kind of cascaded from there. Um, I went up and talked to the, the property management, or actually the site management people. and They couldn't even get in the building. It's, huh? it's that kind of thing. Uh, they couldn't get a hold of the manager. And we need to do better. I mean, our town... We want Family Dollar. We want Dollar General. We want Tractor Supplies of the World. They do us a great service, but this has been a poor start.
1: Yeah, it just seems strange that it would take that long to fix an electrical issue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think there's more to it, but, yeah, that's – no, I agree. And I just – I think it's management, communicating to other parts of – the, the site people to the people at the city to let us know what truly is going on. I mean, it's a
1: cascading of events. Wow. Well, it's unfortunate. Hopefully they get that. saw I didn't notice on Facebook, I guess I didn't notice when I was down the other day, you guys have a new ice cream shop.
0: Well, you might have to tell me about that. (laughs) Um, um, There's, I think, right there by the theater, maybe?
1: It says Southern Door Gourmet Ice Cream Studio. And one. It's
0: open uh, at the same time the theater is open.
1: Okay. In
0: the building directly to the south of the theater. That big used to be uh, Penny's and Anthony's.
1: Oh, okay.
0: uh, I think. That, that big building with a basement. Um, I've yet to go in there, and they're, they're open kind of with the theater. Um, but that's really about all I know. We need to probably be brought up to date on that.
1: Yeah, well, it looks cool. I'm going to have to check that out next time in town. And the only other thing I will implore, okay, and this goes to not just Cordell, but every small town, you know, I was down for church uh, weekend before last for my dad's birthday, and none of the restaurants yeah. are open on Sunday. Can you as the mayor proclaim that all <laughs> restaurants have to be open on Sunday so we can go out to eat after church?
0: Uh, certainly wouldn't uh, hurt my. <laughs> I look around like everybody else. And you look for pizza in your freezer at home. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, not a, it's not a great deal. That would be a real opportunity for a business that could, I mean, church Sunday church, lunches used to flourish in town yeah off
1: tony and days i remember that yeah that was the that was the big deal but i do understand people need a, a day off if you're running a business just by yourself but i don't know personally i think i'd take monday off and go for the sunday crowd but that's just me but phil as always man enjoy our conversations and uh i'm glad that you're back at the helm of the city uh cordell's always going to have a special place in my heart
0: well, thank you, Todd. And again, happy birthday to you and your dad. And, um, you know, I hate to bring up the negative, but I'm a realist. you got to kind of talk about both things and what your challenges are as well, because there are plenty of them.
1: Yeah, but that's, hey, people People want to hear that. I mean, they want to hear the good and the bad. So appreciate you being honest and uh, candid with us. And uh, But I know that uh, even better days are ahead for Cordell. So once again, thanks for your time this morning. We hope to talk to you again in a few weeks.
0: Uh, will do. I look forward to it. Thank you, Todd.
1: Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.